Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Back to the show. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill and Go Jump and Slide Inflatables. On the show today, I have Sports Visions host, Thrift Behringer. I'm excited about interviewing this guy. I've known him not just from sports broadcasting, but he's also a coach, a referee. A lot of people at Campus Academy know him as Coach T, Thrift. It is so great having you on the podcast today. Oh, man, I, I appreciate it. First and foremost, it's awesome that you have sponsors. I've been to Ivy Park uh, Sports Bar and Grill. They have fantastic food. It's a great atmosphere, so it's awesome they are able to partner with you. And, uh, yeah, I have many names. Uh, DJ likes to call me, uh, and we'll get to him with uh, Sports Visions later on, but he likes to call me the Prince of Panama City. Uh, then you got Thrift, which is what I go by. That's my middle name. And then we have Coach T, which is my uh, alter ego of being a third and fourth grade teacher at the Campus Academy slash basketball slash whatever coach you need, need me to be. But, Richard, I, it was an honor when you asked me to be on, and I'm looking forward to talking to you. Well, let's talk about your love for basketball because it goes way back to your playing days as a Gator. As you played basketball for the Glenwood Gators your senior year, 2010, you averaged 14 points a game. That led to go on to play at West Georgia Technical College. I know that your love for basketball continues to grow as you're also the teacher of the game. And you just love working with kids and just developing their skills. I later found out that you ran a basketball camp that my daughter attended. So uh, thank you so much for teaching her the fundamentals of the game. Oh, yeah, most definitely, Richard. And your daughter's a very uh, – she's a very sweet girl and uh, enjoyed it having her at the Campus Academy, which I know we'll be able to talk a little bit more extensively about that wonderful school that I've been working at now for going on three years. But you're right. You went to Max Preps. You got your information, Richard. I definitely like to say average 15 a game. Basketball has been something that has been big in my family for a long time. My granddad, Larry Bush, uh, he's a guy that I've looked up to. He's uh, just basically – uh, a hero of mine. He played basketball at Central, uh, went on to play basketball at Columbus College back then, was not Columbus State. Ended up having a four-year career and playing at LaGrange. He also went to Auburn. He could have played there. He did not. He decided to just get his degree at that point. Um, but he was a coach for 30 years around this area. He coached at Rothschild High School, Arnold Junior High. He also coached DJ Jones at his middle school. Uh, also, Del McGee, uh, his claim to fame is that he loves my granddad and he loved the sport of football because of my granddad. So he was a huge part in the reason why I love basketball. And my dad as well, Glenn Berenger, he loves basketball. My uncle Philip, he played at Jordan High School as well. So basketball, playing sports was a big deal in my family. So I knew I loved it. Uh, but what really hit me, and I don't know if other people can attest to this, Richard, is the fact that I am ADHD. And growing up, I did have to be on Adderall to be able to help me concentrate, even though I have different opinions about ADHD now as I got older. But back then, I just did what I was told. I took Adderall. 
Um, but with that being said, sports like baseball, which I was more natural at, it just bored me. Like sitting there long periods of time, especially if you're in the outfield second base, it takes, you know, maybe a minute or two before a ball is even hit and play. Heck, if people start striking out a lot, you may not get no action for three, four innings, maybe even the whole game. Couldn't really get into that. I, I did like football, but being a guy that didn't like getting hit much, that was not my forte. So basketball was it because it's constant moving. It's constant action. He's always got to think on the go. And if you're a quick thinker like me and you enjoy trying to think on your feet really fast, basketball is your sport. So I played at Glenwood. Um, my senior year, I did average 15. And I went on to play at West Georgia Tech 2011-2012. I enjoyed playing, Richard. Looking back on it now, I wish I would have continued. Um, but I knew early, I'm talking about 11, 12 years old, that I wanted to be a broadcaster. Like, I remember the days of baseball tonight, college game day, NBA on TV. I was always trying to be a different sportscaster uh, to be really good at because I knew that was my calling, that eventually a guy that is only six foot, yeah, my brother Trotter, he's 6'5", my other brother Tucker, 6'1", my mom's all for one, my dad's 6'2", my granddad's 6'4". Richard, I only got 5'11", 6 foot. And I was always telling my mom and dad, I don't know how you did that to me, but I, I wish I was blessed with some height. Um, but I was a really good shooter. I did hold the record for the most threes in one game and the most threes in a season at Glenwood. Um, but there's only so far you can go if you don't have a lot of athleticism and you don't have a lot of height. And I wanted to be a 5'11", six-foot shooting guard. It just doesn't pan out. I could have walked on. I could have at CSU and just sat the bench for four years. But I knew, like I told you, 12 or 13, I wanted to get into broadcasting. So once I got on West Georgia Tech, came back to Columbus State and uh, – the rest is history there because I got involved with Bobby Z. And if, well, I know you want to ask me more questions, but when it comes to just basketball, I love it. I continue to play pickup to this day. Uh, it is a game that I love coaching and love being involved with and learning about. Um, but just the natural ability to go in and play at the highest level. I didn't have that. I can say I played college basketball, Richard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And your time at Columbus State University, you majored in mass communications, worked for yep. Cougar Radio, guessing that you worked alongside legendary Hall of Famer broadcaster Scott Miller. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, Scott is a, a, a really a dear friend uh, of mine. I love seeing Scott all the time and listening to him. And he still does, by the way. He is the voice of Columbus State Radio. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and he was also a longtime broadcaster for iHeartMedia. He doesn't do that anymore. He just does Columbus State. Um, but, yeah, so – in 2012, uh, I started with Bobby Z. Actually, my senior year, Bobby Z. It was called the Press Box with Bobby Z on 95.7. And Richard, you've actually been on 95.7 here locally in Columbus. Um, he had a very five- to six-year long-standing show that he did a great job with. And I remember reaching out to him early saying, hey, I just want to intern for the summer before I go off to play college basketball, that I, I want to learn the ins and outs that is radio broadcasting. So I enjoyed a long summer with Bobby Z learning the ins and outs. So then when I came back, I just got back right in the saddle and said, Bobby, whatever you need me to do, let me be involved. And he allowed me the opportunity to spread my wings and learn how to be a broadcaster. And he allowed me to create my own voice. He didn't have to let me on. Richard, I'm, I'm 19, 20 years old. Yeah, you know, all 19, 20 year olds think they know everything about sports. And I am a statistician. I can name you the last 30 college football national champions, the last 15, 20 Heisman winners without even looking it up. I love stats, but it's one thing to know stats, another thing to give an opinion and be entertaining and be educational and for someone to want to actually listen to what you have to say. So Bobby allowed me to do that at 19, 20 years old, and I appreciate that. And while I was there, 
I met a guy by the name of Josh Pate. I don't know if you know who this guy is. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Pate State. <laughs> he, Pate. he is big. Like, he was big in Columbus. I moved to Columbus in 2015. He right. was working at WLTZ. Yeah. Yep. He moved on to Nashville, works for 24-7 Sports, uh, Late Kick Podcast with Josh Pate. What can I say about the guy? He's really the gold standard when it comes to coming right. from a media-sized market, going to Nashville, and being really the face of college football. Yeah, he is. And he is. It, it's crazy to think about this, Richard. And, and anytime you want me to ask to have him on the show, I most definitely can do that. I have him on at Sports Visions as well. He is such a fantastic guy and he loves giving back. He never, he doesn't have the ego like, oh, I'm too big for him. He will never do something like that. He's always willing to come on and help because you know what? That's how he got started. And so in 2012, he had literally just started. And this was what even WCUG. We only had at Columbus State, we didn't have a radio station. We just had a bunch of microphones in which we could do a three-hour uh, Friday called Friday Night Sports Focus. That's what Josh would do. And what he would do, especially during the fall, he would have people go out to different stadiums, and he would be like a scoreboard for the local high schools around here. And Muscogee County signed off on it. So we were able to use PMB Broadcasting to be like a transmitter uh, to be able to do this three-hour show. And so Josh was able to create what he is now today through this show. And I got to meet him from Bobby Z. So when I initially got on his show, trust me, I was very, uh, I would say young, young-minded and raw. But I, I knew that there was something there that I have passion and I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get better at it, even though I wasn't great early on in the beginning. And so, you know, from there, Josh, you know, was there another two years, I would say, uh, Richard. And then he went on to WLTZ, what you're talking about. And then before the late kick, it was football nightly down south, which he did with a guy named Jonathan Rivers and uh, my friend and a guy I did a podcast with, um, Johnny Buckets, Jonathan Shusky. They had that show that turned into late kick, which is now one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, college football show there is. And the fact that he has gone from someone that me and him would sit there and listen to ourselves and critique ourselves, and he would give me advice and give me feedback, and I would listen to how – he literally worked on his voice, worked on the way he is as a broadcaster every day. It's not something he just go and cut the mic on. That's what most people think when they get into broadcasting. You know what? If I can buy me a microphone, I can go and have an opinion. It doesn't work like that. You got to go listen to yourself again. You got to say, all right, I don't, shouldn't have said that there. All right, I got to uh, work on you know words that you use, your crutch words. You don't need to have them a lot. You need to expand your vocabulary. That was one thing he really harnessed with me is using more words and one simple word, one word I used to love using was myriad. And I, I think I use it in every context of the word, Richard. And Josh <laughs> like, man, you got to get a better vocabulary uh, than myriad. So after that, um, at WCUG, Thrift, Alan Thrift Behringer, um, you know, I, I, I'm really the first to admit I'm not going to be one that tries to hide who I was. You know, I struggled at, at school, not because I'm not good at school, because at school would come easy to me. It's, I got lazy. And I was immature. And that's why I always tell people, don't just go straight from high school to college if you're not mature enough or ready to learn and eager to learn and be appreciative of what you're learning. Because if you're just going to school because you think that's the right thing to do, then eventually it's going to get boring to you. You're not going to have the passion, the energy to stay with it. And you may fail out, which I've got to put on probation. So I had to have awakening. Even though I sat out at Columbus State, Josh, this is why I love him, allowed me to continue to come in. Um, and, and watch his show, uh, Football Notley Down South at WLTZ. 
and continue to learn from him. He told me to stay with it. He did humble me, but humble me in a good way, telling me that I have a lot of work to do and I need to get out of my own head and stop having an ego because, you know, you can't have an ego unless you actually create a person to have an ego with. And if you have not created your person, who you're going to be, then you can't walk around like you're God. And so uh, he helped me eventually become today. Um, in 2015, WCUG started, which you just mentioned at Columbus State. Uh, Jimbo Martin, uh, who is my boss at PNB Broadcasting, he donated all the equipment to start WCUG. And if you look, it's on 9th Street and Broadway. It's, it's near the Springer Opera House, but it's, it's another block down from them. But it's on Broadway, and I used to enjoy right there, right by Hands. If anybody knows where Hands is at, that's where the station would be. And I was the first voice on Columbus State Radio. WCUG. Um, me and my friend Tip Lynch, we were the first voice. I actually worked in there as a program director under a guy named Scott Selnow Richmond. He was a faculty advisor and Dr. Gibson, who's in charge of uh, communications at Columbus State. And, you know, they allowed me, and I always tell this to Dr. Scott, I literally just messaged him the other day talking how he didn't try to rein me in, put a seatbelt on me, not let me learn how to get my feet wet and learn the ins and outs and just let me do my thing. Like, I'm going to find my voice by letting me do it, not trying to tell me what my voice is going to be. And because of that, I stayed there for three to four years. I had two different shows, Tip and Thrift Show, which I continued on outside of WCUG. But when Tip graduated, we couldn't do no longer do our show there. So we did that show somewhere else. But I had another show staying on. It's called Drop the Gloves with Wendell Barfield and Jonathan Rome. Um, so I, I continue to do my sports shows. And this is something that I really – and people always wonder, like, how, how do you get noticed in this industry? You know how you get noticed is you tag people that you want to notice you, in my opinion. Now, someone's like, dang, that's got to be annoying. Well, you know what? If I didn't tag Dave Arwood and Joseph Brandon, which are my bosses at PNB Broadcasting, and Dave Arwood is one of the kings of the industry here in Columbus, if I didn't tag him continuously, Richard, over and over again, hey, check out my show, check out my show. Well, you know what? When it came time, my last semester at college, that I need to have an internship. I need to get my intern hours to be able to graduate. You know what I did? I got a call from Dave Arwood. And Dave Arwood said, hey, you know what? We want you to come over here. And when he had me start at PNB Broadcasting, I know you want to ask me some questions on that. But you know where I got that opportunity is by letting my wings fly at Columbus State, which Scott Selenow Richmond and Dr. Gibson allowed me to do. And I continuously tagged people. I wanted to get noticed. And I was always welcome for feedback. I didn't care if it was constructive criticism. You're going to tell me, hey, you should fix this. You should fix that. Instead of just saying, hey, man, you sound great. I'm cool with that. I want to be able to get better as a broadcaster. And it all started Bobby Z. But where I really became thrift now of Sports Visions and PMB Broadcasting was those days, long days and long nights, staying up there till 1 or 2 in the morning, listening to myself doing practice shows at WCUG. That is an amazing story, Thrift. And so that led to your success at Sports Visions. Let's talk about that show because right now that show is the only local sports talk show that we have in Columbus, and you can listen to it on 92.1. It actually sounds great. I actually 
listen to it in the car on the way home from gymnastics practice where I picked up my daughters. And 921 <laughs> sounds great. And then also yep. on Facebook Live, just watching them. And uh, I really appreciated you letting me be a guest on the show. But I love your guest list. I love the fact that you could bring Zach DeBozard in, and which is a star, by the way. He's more than just a hockey and a baseball announcer. I know that back in the day, he had a show on Mondays at 95.7. And, of course, the pandemic shut down that station as far as local broadcasting. But Zach DeBozart is just a talent in this industry. Having Jack Patterson on there, Rex Castillo, I enjoy their podcast on your sidelines. Uh, just love the chemistry between Jack and Zach. And uh, they know how to get talent. And you guys have just a great guest list of talent. And I know that it is quite an honor to work alongside uh, DJ Jones, who is a legend in this town, played football at Carver, played at Georgia. He's in the Chattahoochee Valley Sports Hall of Fame. What is it like to work alongside DJ Jones? Uh, It's unreal, uh, Richard. You know, like I said, when you go from six, five, six years ago thinking like, man, you know, I got an opportunity with Bobby Z, but I'm not doing good in school. Like, am I ever going to make it? Am I ever going to have a chance to live my dream? And you know what? I got my act together. I did well in school, got my GPA way up. I graduated with a bachelor's degree in communications and I got noticed by Dave Orwood. So when I started at PNB Broadcasting, I've been on many different stations and I'm still on these stations. Kissing 99.3, Q1073, 1037, Light FM, uh, Boomer 102.5, Flavor 92.1. I'm on all these different stations doing different remotes, events, concerts. You'll see me emceeing or doing something it seems like every weekend with them. And that's how I initially started. But Dave knew, Dave Arwood knew, that I wanted to get into sports broadcasting, that I didn't want to be a typical DJ because I listen to music, Richard, and you may do too, but we love sports. That's what we do. Like, I listen Absolutely. to Bill Sim- I listen to Bill Simmons religiously. Like, I love listening to Ron Rosillo. Like, these are two of my favorite broadcasters of all time. But DJ Jones was one of those guys. You know why? Because he was local. He, I would wake up every morning, and this was early in 2000. They started in 2004, and see DJ and Dale on ESPN2 right before college game day Saturday mornings. They'd give the local update of what's happening around here. Then they would do regional, which would be college in Auburn and Georgia and Alabama. And then that would turn into national. They talked about the NFL and more. And I was like, man, that's crazy that we have two local guys that are on ESPN, two guys that won a national championship, and one of them played in the NFL in DJ Jones. So they had been at PMB before I got there in 2018, DJ and Dale, and they had been having their sports vision radio show that you talked about um, going for a while. Well, I would say about six months in, and you know, we, we have not we don't have a, an actual sports station. We do have a sports show. We don't have a sports station yet. And you know, that's something that I, I, I would love to be able to work for a sports station, but I, I cannot say that I don't love my time at PNB Broadcasting. It has been absolutely fantastic. Um, and, you know, me and DJ love being on Flavor 92.1 with along of other great shows that I'm a part of as well. But sports was it. And Dave knew that I wanted to get into that realm. And he told me in the fall of 2019, you should go and reach out to Mr. DJ Jones. So I reached out to DJ Jones. I showed up at his show, and he let me sit in. And I, I gave him a – and he'll, he'll laugh at this now. But I gave him a piece of paper that had about 10 to 15 things that I could bring to help this show. 
that turned into me, you know, showing them the, the value of doing a Facebook live, but we didn't have webcams back then in the studio. So we were just doing it from our phone. So it didn't sound as good as it does now. Um, but I, I was like, you know what, DJ, y'all need to be doing more Facebook lives and such and let the people know that you're actually on the air right now. Cause you know what, maybe they don't know when to turn on the flavor 92 one at, you know, maybe they don't know what 92 one is. So we need to show them on Facebook and use the platforms of social media, which is a great marketing tool to get your information, get your podcast, get your show, whatever you do out there. And we started doing that. And so when the pandemic started, uh, you know, it, it was hard. Um, but I remember I was not the producer yet, Richard. Okay. I was just someone that was just coming and sitting in. Well, the producer um, and I'm not going to say his name, but he was out for about two weeks. He was going to go on vacation and stuff. And Dave was like, hey, man, can you produce the show for these next two weeks? Well, I knew in my head, and, you know, I, I am not afraid or not ashamed to say this, that I was going to take advantage of this. And after these two weeks, DJ and them are going to want me. They're going to want me. They ain't going to want the other guy to come back. They're going to want me to stay because they're going to see my value in the show. So in that first week, I literally went to Joseph Brannon who's the general manager. Uh, Dave Arwood is the operations manager, which you can hear on Q1073. And I said, Joseph, Barrel Brian, this is his studio, Kissing 99.3. He does a simulcast, like a five-minute little interview. I don't know if you see this, Richard, uh, with WRBL in the mornings. It's about five to six minutes, and he does it from his studio in 99.3. Well, that's the same studio that we use to do sports visions. So I knew that they had a webcam that I didn't know previously. And I said, Joseph, is there any way that that webcam is connected to the computer that's also connected to the board that we can use our mics and do a Facebook live show? Well, we tried it out and guess what? It worked and DJ loved it. And I would say that we were very successful early on in the beginning. And after that, I went to Dave and I said, Dave, let me have this. I'm not going to ever ask you for anything, but let me stay on as a producer for Sports Visions. And I did. And, uh, you know, I hope the guy doesn't hate me for it, but in the end, he wasn't a sports guy. He only did that just because it was three hours he could get paid to do something. This is something that I actually want to take advantage of. I wanted to be a part of. I wanted to grow as a broadcaster underneath sports vision. And so all of 2020, a pandemic, we were doing awesome, fantastic shows, me, Dell, and DJ. And then, you know, Dale Williams, dear friend, uh, caught COVID, ended up having a stroke, and he is, you know, been struggling ever since. He has gotten a lot better than where he was when he first when it first happened in 2020. Um, but you know, DJ allowed me to step in his shoes, and I will be forever grateful for a guy in DJ Jones. Let me and I, I hopefully I don't know if you have you had him on the show yet, Richard? Or do you plan oh, on having I, him? Oh, he's on my list. Uh, you know, I oh. have a wish list of guests on my show. Yeah. He's one of them. I, I'm in awe of DJ. Uh, he friended me on Facebook. Uh, that's somebody I would love to just get to know and shake his hand and hopefully get him on the show one day. Yeah, he would be fantastic for you to have, have him uh, on, uh, Richard. And he would do such a great job, and he would definitely want to do it. He's just like Josh Pate. He's never going to turn his nose up in anyone. He's never too big for anyone. But let me tell you, if there's someone that can act like that, Josh Pate and DJ Jones is another one. DJ Jones played at Georgia for three years won a national champ or four years, excuse me, won a national championship and played for two others, won three SEC championships. The, the awards and pedigree that he has, by the way, they just started the, and we were talking with IJ Rosenberg, uh, who's at the score Atlanta, and he's also in charge of now the Georgia High School Football, uh, Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame. Uh, you know DJ Jones is going to be there. He's one of the best, if not 
top three uh, players ever come out of this area. Sam Mitchell, who is a great coach in the NBA, play longtime NBA player, always says DJ Jones is one of the best, if not the best football player I've ever seen with my own two eyes and stepped on the field with. And that is high pedigree from someone like Sam, who's been very successful. Um, so he went from there to the Green Bay Packers and played for the Denver Broncos. He played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was a Super Bowl. The Denver Broncos got, you know, beat by the uh, San Francisco 49ers. But the man played in the greatest game there is in football, the Super Bowl. Um, so he got to do that and ended up becoming an agent uh, as well. He worked in New York. He worked for Mizuno as a marketing promotion guy. And because of that, guess what? DJ Jones is friends with guys like Charles Oakley, Michael Jordan. He was telling, dropping names in Major League Baseball like it's nothing. Herschel Walker, he invited three different people that come to his Heisman Trophy ceremony. You know who one of them was? DJ Jones. Oh, oh yeah, DJ. Yeah, and, and DJ has always been the type that everything he does, he's successful at. And he came back to Columbus in the late 90s and did a show with Michael K. He'll talk about that when you have him on. And that turned into work from WRBL. He worked for the War Dogs, which you work for the Columbus Lions. And I will say, I know this is about me, Richard, but I think you do such a fantastic job. I love listening to you. You did a great job with the Rapids. You do a great job now with the Lions. And I'm so glad that they finally found someone to do play-by-play to give match the energy that these players are bringing. Because it doesn't do them due justice, just like Zach does with the River Dragons, to have somebody that is not, you know, thrilled to do it and, and thrilled to be there. And it's not really work for them. So I just want to say you do a great job, uh, Richard. But DJ is someone that is just it's, – it's almost beyond words. What can I say about someone that has given me everything that he's given me? Um, so DJ allowed me to be the co-host and producer. And that turned into then doing events. You know, last year after the pandemic happened, I got to be a part of Sports Vision events. They've been doing the football awards luncheon and the female awards luncheon forever. Well, now Sam Mark Foundation, which is Sam Mitchell, Mark Upshaw, they have a foundation in which they wanted to give back to Columbus and do a basketball awards luncheon. So we did that for the first time last year. He let me host it with the guys you mentioned, uh, Rex Casio and Jack Patterson. And, you know, it, it, it was so surreal to be like, dang, I'm actually doing these things that I was a part of in high school and was like, I hope I can do that one day. And I'm actually doing it. And, you know, this year in 2021, DJ started taking me to games. I went to Georgia-Arkansas game. They had college game day there. I went to Georgia-Kentucky. That also was a top-notch game on CBS. And then guess what? I got to go to the SEC championship game, Georgia-Alabama. I'm sitting there chalking up with the biggest names in the industry, especially around here in the Georgia area, in Atlanta. Buck Baloo. We're just shooting the crap, Richard, you know, talking sports. And I'm like, man, I, you couldn't have told me in four years ago, three years ago, that I would be doing this right now. And DJ, as uh, he, he will admit, that he thinks that I have a lot of potential. And hearing that from him and hearing that I have all the power in the world to be able to do what I want to do in this industry, that means a lot because he's been around a lot of people. He can trade up, and he's a straight-up person. He's blunt. He can tell me, man, you're not going to be probably going to make it any farther than this. He's never said that to me, and he's allowed me to be who I am. And, you know, we have done now going from Facebook Live to do StreamYard, which StreamYard is part of Facebook Live, and we're able to do interviews. And like I had you on the show a couple weeks ago, we were able to do a video chat that just amplifies and makes the show even better. And we're going to continue to grow as Sports Visions. We just did the Sports Visions Football Awards luncheon this year, and I was able to be an MC and a host with DJ on that. Nick Saban came and talked. 
Then we did the Sam Mark Foundation with Sports Vision. Sam Mitchell's there, and I got to be a part of that. Then we did the Female Awards Luncheon. He let me be our big host in that. And then guess what? We're going to do track and field coming up. Baseball is going to be a part of it as well. And we're just going to continue to get bigger and better and growing um, and, and sports visions. And I'm, I'm going to be here a long time. I told people they better get on that train because it's going to leave you. And sports vision is, has been going for almost 17 years. It's crazy what he created. But um, I, I would think and I like to think that I've been an integral part as well as seeing this thing grow over the last two years since I've been involved with it. So I've been so appreciative of DJ Richard and I've enjoyed all my time now at Sports Visions. Oh, I'm hooked. I am a fan of Sports Visions. You guys do a great job. Yeah, you can catch it on Mondays and Thursdays from It's four to six, four to six Mondays and Thursdays. And um we also are on Facebook Live, Sports Vision slash TV slash radio slash magazine. You can watch us on Facebook Live there, share it, like it, be a part of we post all the time. You want to see what's happening, local sports beat or what's happening. And that was no pun intended, the local sports feed, which is an awesome podcast that I'm on <laughs> right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can check us out Monday and Thursday. And then, you know, check us out on our Sports Business Radio app. We have an app. You don't have to go into any of these iTunes or the podcasting type thing. We have our own way of listening to us. It's called Sports Business Radio app. When you download this app, you click on the tab button, three little lines, and it'll, it'll say podcasting when you click on that. Click on podcasting, and it's got all our shows you can listen to via live streaming there. Or on Facebook Live if you want to see my ugly face and the beautiful DJ Jones. But, yeah, man, I, 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 it's fantastic. And we're only going to continue to grow. We're only going to continue to put more content out there. And Sports Visions is going to be, I think, the premier show for this local area. Richard, you do a great job talking with local high schools and talking them up. But I would say DJ Jones has been doing this a long time. And it's just only getting better having uh, Rex and, and Jack on there. So, yes, it's been fantastic. I do want to say real quickly for – we get out of here. Uh, but I did want to say, I do another show called Let's Talk with Greg and Roy. And this show is a, a show with two pastors in which it's not what you think. Um, when you go on there, it's pastors that are keeping it real. Uh, I've enjoyed being able to produce and, and help them grow their show as well. They have different candidates on. And, you know, voting's just happened these past two days. So I, I got to give them a shout out. I love uh, Bishop Blue and Pastor Roy George Plummer. But, yes, my, my thing and what I literally wear – my, my girlfriend laughs at me all the time because she says, all you wear is sports visions gear. And it's like, is there any other thing you want to wear? When you're part of something this cool, you want to wear gear all the time. And hopefully I can get you a shirt too, Richard. Oh, absolutely. I'm all about getting merch. All right, Thrift, before I let you go, you got a lot of big stuff happening this summer. Yes. School's out in Muskogee County. And yeah. you have got a camp at Campus Academy. You want to talk about that camp and, and how people can uh, register for it? Yes, and Richard, I just want to say that is so awesome. You're allowing me to, to promote these type of things. But I got part of the Campus Academy early in 2019. This is a small upcoming private school that Natalie Vega created from the ground up. It has gone from 30 kids to now almost 70 kids. And I was hired on early as the high school basketball coach. We didn't have a high school team this year, but I continue to teach there. I teach third and fourth grade and not only doing the radio stuff, so I'm literally stay busy all the time, but Richard talked about me and her decided we wanted to start doing because I love coaching. And I've done after-school programs and camps before, but not to the extent or as big as it is now. And for the last year, we have done three different basketball leagues that has between 60 to 100 kids that is involved in it, and that it's going from ages 4 to 15. 
Not only that, we've done last year an entire summer-long summer camp that had 100, 150 kids throughout the summer come in and out of the camp. And then we did a spring break camp, a winter, a winter break camp. And, you know, it, we have really put our mark on the community because they trust us. They know that they're going to get the love and the passion from Coach C, which is myself. And we have a summer camp this summer coming up starting June the 6th through July 29th. It's four weeks, okay, Monday through Friday, 830 to 415. Let me say it again. 830-415. And guess what? Only $120. $120 for five days, eight hours out of the day. It's longer than an actual school day. And we're going to be doing STEM, which is science and technology experiments, arts and crafts, and plus learning different sports and fun activities with Coach C in the gym. It's going to be an absolute blast. You can check this out at thecampusacademy.com, the Campus Academy Facebook page, and on our Instagram, the Campus Academy as well. We have a link on there. Just click on camps and go and be a part of it. The first week is Olympic week. Second week is extreme camping. You do not want to miss out. And we do offer where you can do half days, 9 to 12 or 1 to 4. So go and check it out. Richard talked about it. Um, he knows how passionate I am. Yeah, I'm the basketball coach, the director, the referee, whatever you want me to be. I just love being around these kids and teaching them the game and, and being an integral part in their lives. So, yeah, go and check that out. Summer camp, we'll have a fall basketball league coming up in the near future. And, Richard, I just want to say thank you again, man. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Thrift, for being a guest on the podcast. I can't wait to have you back on. Uh, when we get closer to high school football, I am getting really excited about some of these matchups. I know you went to Glenwood. They're yep. playing St. Ampicelli this year. Mega Can you get excited about that? Oh, oh, mega matchup. And, Richard, you got all these private schools, Calvary, St. Ampicelli, Brookstone, Glenwood. They don't really play each other. They've started to play each other more over the last recent years. And Corey Black and St. Ampicelli – you know, you got Tim Fanning and Coach Purdue now at, at, at Glenwood. So I'm looking forward to it. But there's other great teams as well. And I look forward to being on this. And, Richard, you're going to be on Sports Visions in the near future. I would say probably the next coming weeks because we need to talk to you about some Columbus Lions football. So looking forward to talk to you then, Richard. Oh, I am honored to be on your show as well. And uh, thanks once again, Thrift, for being a guest on the show. Yes, sir. Thank you, Richard. All right, that was Thrift Berenger, the producer and co-host of Sports Visions. You can check it out on 92.1 in Columbus, Georgia on Mondays and Thursdays from 4 to 6. They have a lot of great guests. It's a great show that you can also watch on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Don't forget, I've got the head coach of the LaGrange Grangers. Head coach Donnie Branch is going to be on the show tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. Hope that everybody has a great rest of your day. And I am out of here. Bye. You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.